Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. Hopefully you guys are tuning back. And if you're not and you're new and tuning in, that's cool too. So before we get dug down deep into some Stardew stuff and I flood you guys with a bunch of tips and information, let's talk about something else real quick. So, Apple Podcast. If you guys are familiar with anything Apple-related, you know what I'm talking about. This show will be going live on Apple Podcast hopefully in the next week or so. I, uh, I submitted everything on the content creator side, and like from what I was reading, it should be about a week or so. So as soon as that stuff goes live, I will let you guys know, and I'll post the link. You can also find me on Twitter at Rockhound Radio, so go check that out. Haven't got a whole lot posted there yet, but I'm hoping today to get some pictures uploaded. So by the time you guys listen to this, hopefully you've already seen them. And if you haven't, check it out. I want to post a little... Maybe like a little video of the farm I'm working on and, you know, some screenshots, some other stuff and, you know, who knows what else. So, logo. If you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, hopefully the logo is live. And if not, I'm sorry. That means me and the artist haven't agreed on anything yet. But I did reach out to a graphic designer and I'm hoping that they can kind of make my vision a reality, right? So, that should be pretty cool. Be on, Like I said, be on the lookout for that. A lot of cool stuff coming here soon. Hopefully in the next month I, uh, I can kind of amp up a little bit with uh, content and some, you know, maybe some different games, you know, maybe some suggestions, things like that. But, uh, and as far as the gaming stuff, that's what I want to focus on. But that doesn't mean that, you know, I don't enjoy doing other stuff too, right? Other hobbies, you know, TV, movie. I'm a huge movie person. Um, even not so much TV shows, some, but mainly movies. So, you know, maybe we'll take a short episode, talk about some of our favorite actors, movies, TV shows, any of that stuff, or, you know, something completely different. Who knows? But, you know, it doesn't hurt to sprinkle a little bit of variety in there too. So the last thing I wanted to cover before we get into the Stardew talk is chasing your dreams, right? Get out there and do it. You know, this has been a dream of mine for a long time and I'm finally doing it and it feels great. So, you know, if you have an idea out there to that you want to, you know, chase after, I'll be the first one to tell you, just take the plunge, do it. Maybe you have an idea for a business. Maybe you know, you, you know, you want to start a bakery or, you know, you want to start your own podcast or whatever that may be. Just try it. You know, what's the worst that can happen, right? You know, there's no harm in trying and, you know, get out there, chase those dreams and, you know, do the damn thing. But all right, now let's get back to the Stardew talk. Let's talk about how to make money early game and how to save energy while doing it, right? So if you guys are new to farming and new to Stardew, or maybe you're not, you know that something super important is planting crops, right? So every day you plant crops, well, not every day, but say your first day you plant crops and you spend every day after that watering it. That can take a lot of time. And basically what you're trying to do is maximize your time and efficiency, right? You want to wake up every day, be able to go out and get that bread or, you know, insert bread for eggs or, you know, whatever other livestock you have. Or maybe you don't have livestock. Who knows? I don't know what you guys can. I don't know what kind of you guys could be running a super lucrative business selling all kinds of different cash crops. Maybe, you know, maybe you're selling a little bit of tobacco, a little tobacco farm, you know, 
Anyway, I wish you could farm tobacco. That'd be super cool, but that is definitely not an option. I would assume that there's several reasons why. Anyway, cash crops. I usually go for the longest growth time because a lot of times the longer something takes to grow, the more money it's worth, right? So I wake up every, you know, I wake up usually on the first of the new season or whatever it is, the first day after I harvest. I go out there, I plant as many things as I can, which on my farm, I can currently plant around 600-ish crops, which is pretty dang good. I run the Iridium sprinklers, so, you know, Speaking of sprinklers, you can upgrade those. There's three of them, right? Your first one will automatically water four tiles. That's your basic. Then your quality is eight tiles, and then you jump from quality to iridium, and that's 24 tiles. So I have polluted my farm with iridium sprinklers, and basically I'm getting hundreds of crops at the harvest date at one time, and I don't have to do a dang thing with it ever. You know, I wake up every day, seize the day, go out, get that bread, and do my own thing. And that's the glory of it, right? You know, you want to make it as efficient as possible. And to do that, you're just going to need some resources. At first, it'll be, you know, copper and iron. And then eventually, when you get to iridium, I think you need, like, I think the, the recipe for the iridium sprinklers, like, five gold bars, one iridium bar, and one battery pack. And that's a, you know, that, that's quite a hefty order, especially the gold, especially the iridium. But you guys will get there, trust me. So, like I said, sprinklers. And with sprinklers, you need scarecrows. If you don't plant scarecrows, or yeah, plant them. If you don't place them, they will, their crows will actually come and eat your crops. Which is kind of lame, you know. I guess you can't have everything just be all peaceful, right? So you need those scarecrows to, you know, keep the birds away from your stuff. You definitely don't want to run into something like... You know, oh, it's the last five days of the season. I really need this plant. I really need to plant this. And, you know, the last day of the season, I should be able to harvest it and be good. And, you know, you need, you need exactly five, for say, for whatever reason. You know, you plant those five things, and then the last day of the season, you wake up, you go out, and come to find out a crow flew in, and, you know, he ate your shit. So there goes that. Now you have to wait a whole other year before you can get that last one, or, you know, maybe you'll get lucky. Who knows? But you definitely need scarecrows. Like I said, they'll help you out. They don't look terrible. There's actually a bunch of uh, a bunch of cool scarecrows you can get eventually. There's like an alien one. There's a girl farmer version of the one you can craft. There's a dwarf one, a snowman. They're they're kind of all over the place. I think there's a witch. You get them from you know finding them at different festivals that the town has, or different character has them. There's all kinds of different ways you can get them. If you're curious to you know take a look at them, none of them do anything more. There, uh, there actually is like a super or like a rare crow. Or no, they call the they call the unique ones rare crows, and then there's like a super scarecrow, which I don't think I have that unlocked yet. But basically, that just it watches more tiles than what the basic one does. But uh, you can find all that stuff on the Stardew Wiki. Like I said, it'll really get into the heavy details of stuff. But uh, you, you need those scarecrows, right? You don't, like I said, you don't want to wake up and taking weeks to plant stuff and then only come to find out that a bird flew in and ruined it for you, right? So, you know, get out there, maximize that efficiency, and you'll make money. You know, it's super important early game to make as much money as possible because stuff is not cheap, right? You need four or you need two thousand bucks to upgrade your backpack, and then after you upgrade it the first time, Pierre's 
sells a upgraded upgraded backpack for ten thousand and you know getting ten grand and you know the first year or like the first month or so of your game that's pretty tough you know it's going to take some time you know maybe you won't get it till summer you know you start in spring you don't get that last backpack till summer you definitely want to figure out your quickest and best way whatever that may be maybe it's fishing all day to get that ten thousand because you definitely need all you need all the inventory you can get because trust me, there's times, even now where I'm playing, I get, you know, level whatever down in the mine and I'm like, shit, I can't carry anything else. And unfortunately, you can't just come back for it later, right? It's either take everything you got now or throw something away, which that sucks. You don't want to spend, you know, hours out there on the grind and then come to find out, you know, there's a diamond on the ground and you have to get rid of something in your inventory that you really don't want to get rid of, but you know you need that diamond so it's a lot of pick and choose. So you need to definitely get out there, get that money up, and buy those backpack backpacks. Yeah, backpack. <laughs> Sorry. Get that. Get your inventory up, and it'll make your life easier. I promise. So turning stuff to wine, jelly, pickled items. That's basically you know there, there's basically a way to process everything in this game. You know whether it's fruit, vegetables. You know maybe. You process your animal goods, and basically what that does is it makes it worth more money, right? You know, maybe you can get 50 bucks out of an ear of corn, but maybe you could get 150 bucks out of pickled corn. And, you know, that's the kind of weird stuff that they allow you to do, right? You can throw anything in a preserves bin, vegetable, fruit, and any fruit makes jelly, and any vegetable makes like a pickled whatever. So if you, you know, you like pickling stuff, hell yeah. If you like making jellies, hell yeah. I don't think it really matters much either way you go. I think it basically just categorizes that you're, it's now from like a vegetable to, I think what they call like an artesian good. And there's perks you can take on your farming to make that stuff worth more money. You know, like I said before, check out the Stardew Wiki and it'll list all your level ups and skills for your different things. You know, maybe it basically has you hinge on what type of player you're going to be, right? You know, maybe, you know, like say fishing, for instance, there's a path you can take with fishing that basically allows you to sell your fish for more, or there's a, you know, like a, they call it a crab pot. And basically you throw this little crab pot down and, you know, you can reap the benefits of it. You don't even have to fish, right? You roll up and you get all fish and this, it's like a lot of shrimp and crabs and things like that, you know, and then there's, there's that path. So there's definitely different ways to do things. So you want to make sure you read up on your skills before you make a decision because, you know, once you make that, once you pick that, you're kind of stuck there for a while. I think you can change your professions down in the sewers eventually, but if you guys are just now starting, you have no idea what the sewers are. So eventually you'll get into the sewer where there's a guy named Krobus, and Krobus sells some cool stuff, and there's also like a little statue that allows you to change your professions and things like that so but I would definitely read up and it does cost money too just like everything this damn game always takes money and a lot of it but so before you make any rash rash decisions get up there do some you know do some research figure out that that's what you want your character to do but like I said wine jelly pickled stuff it basically all it you know it takes your 20 bucks and turns it into 120 bucks and that'll like I said it'll, it'll take a little bit more time but it's definitely worth it because you know, you could potentially lose out on thousands of dollars. Now, in my save that I like, my late game save, I finally hit my two million gold mark. So I'm pretty pumped about that. 
So I don't necessarily, I mean, I have a setup to where I'm making wine, but I'm only making wine out of a few things. So basically when I get, you know, my 600 crops are harvested, I don't take the time to process all those. I just cash them out, right? You know, sure, I could take the time to double my money, I'm sure, or at least, you know, take my money and times it by about one and a half or anything like that. Sure, I could do that. But basically, I'm at the stage in the game where I'm just like, you know what? I just want cash flow. I don't care how much because I know that as soon as I harvest 600 pumpkins, I could put 600 whatever back in and, you know, get right back up to making that money. So speaking of making money, foraging. If you guys are out there cruising around in cinder sap forest or maybe up by the lake, you know, I'm sure you guys have came across maybe some uh, flowers or some rad wild horseradishes or whatever they are. And all that stuff, pick it all up. I mean, maybe it's summertime and you're getting blackberries and grapes and all that good stuff. Pick all of it up, right? It's super important because one, it'll upgrade your foraging skills, which will allow you to, I think one of them eventually is like, always pick up the highest quality thing for it, or yeah, the highest quality foraged, which, you know, would be like a lot of gold stars and stuff like that. And it actually does make a difference. You know, it could turn, like I said, it's just like everything, turn 10 bucks into 20 bucks. So forage all that stuff. A lot of that stuff will make great gifts for people. And then if you're just starting off and you don't have a whole lot of stuff to keep your energy up, you can eat that stuff, right? Most, I would say about 90% of everything you pick up off the ground, you can eat with there being a few exceptions with like mushrooms and things like that where, you know, they're just like real mushrooms, right? You eat some and they're really good. You know, you have a mushroom in Swiss and then other ones eat a mushroom and then you're wondering how you even got on a farm at 3 a.m. and why are the scarecrows talking to you, right? You don't want that to happen, you know, may, or maybe you do, you know, maybe you do want to eat some shrooms and try and go out there on a farm and, you know, talk to your cows and wonder why your scarecrows are out there harvesting all your gold and money. And all right, that's getting a little too deep and dark. Let's get back to reality here. All right. Like I said, foraging, get out there, pick that stuff up. You know, you're, you are the only person that's going to pick that stuff up. None of those dumbass Stardew, yeah, dumbass Pelican Town folk will pick that stuff up, right? They'll just walk right by it. They must think that they're better than you, but that doesn't matter because that just means that there's more for you, right? So, like I said, it'll help you get money up. It'll help you upgrade your foraging skills. It'll give you energy to go to the mine, energy to fish, any of that stuff. And it just, it makes, it does make a big difference. You know, you're foraging, like I said, you'll level it up so far and there's a lot of cool things you can do. I don't remember the skills or perks exactly, but I do know that they are super helpful and you'll definitely want to focus on that. You know, I would say, my favorite thing about the my favorite thing to do in this game is probably dungeon dive and go after treasures, right? And every time I go out dungeon diving looking for resources, I take plenty of stuff to eat. You know, you don't ever want to be stuck in a mine, caught there wondering, you know, oh god, what am I going to do? I have no food, I'm about to die. You know, because you definitely don't want to die out there. You have a potential to lose X amount of money and you have the potential to lose some of your stuff. And there is a recovery service that if you find at the Adventurer's Guild, and he can recover some stuff, but not everything. And, you know, granted, just like everything in this damn game, you got to pay for it. So if you don't want to be stuck out there with your pants around your ankles and not getting anything done, or, you know, you don't want to, you want to stop getting screwed over, start taking food places, worry about your energy, and, uh, yeah. 
Now on to the mine. The mine is, well, let's talk about where it's at first. So it's in like the northeastern corner of your map up above Pelican Town, and it holds a lot, lot of good resources, right? From monster loot to geodes to any kind of ore you're looking for except iridium. Iridium cannot be found in this mine, unfortunately. I know it sucks. I thought for sure that the first time I played, I would just be able to, you know, Womp my way through and you know waltz in and be like hell yeah where's my iridium at and it's just it's not there so it, it's in a different mine which we'll talk about here in a few minutes but let's focus on the first mine right get you through like the basics and how it works there are 120 levels and you can go down you know you, you hop in the mine you break up some stones and you hop down a hole with a ladder takes you to the next level that's pretty much it for the whole entire thing right Sometimes you'll get really lucky and find that ladder quick. Sometimes you won't find that ladder until you busted up every rock in the damn place and it's the very last one. So either way, while you're busting up those rocks to gather resources for stone, you know, maybe that's what your intention was, to go down and just stay at the first couple of levels and just gather up all that kind of stuff. So you can do that or you can make your way down. If you make your way down, you can find some pretty cool stuff. Like the first 40 levels are mainly copper you'll find copper ingots or not ingots like the nodes of copper where you can get ore from you'll find earth crystals a bunch of different gems you know maybe i think you can find i don't think you can find emeralds or anything like that but there's several several other gems that you can find on like that would be considered like the low end of things right so there's a lot of cool stuff you can get you venture down to levels 40 and up up to 80 and you will find that sweet sweet iron and you need that iron for your first set of sprinklers that we've already talked about and things like that you can also find uh, frozen geodes frozen tears there's a lot of iron and there's some other like I, i'm not sure if you can find diamonds at this level or not yet i don't really remember so you go through levels 40 to 80 fighting your way through all kinds of different monsters and things like that I would say if you're just beginning and you just got down to level 40 to harvest iron for your farm and you haven't upgraded anything, it's going to be pretty damn tough to get farther maybe to gold and things like that without upgrading like your sword. So levels 80 to 120, those are where you find that gold and you'll find gold ore, you'll find diamonds, rubies, sapphires, all kinds of stuff. There's, uh, there's plenty of gems to be harvested, plenty of nodes to harvest all your ore from, all kinds of stuff. And when you get down that far, they're, like I said, you start out easy, you know, kind of cruise control. And by the time you hit like a level 100, you're doing 80 down the freeway and you're just living life, right? And it gets pretty damn tough down there. So what you're going to want to do is upgrade some of your, you know, you start out with like a wooden sword or something like that. I don't remember what it is exactly. But there's this cool little spot right next to the mine. It's called the Adventurer's Guild. And there's an old man in there that wears a cape. And he will sell you pretty badass swords. So, I, I mean, you get unlocks. Like, they have, like, little treasure rooms on your way down to the mine. I think it's, like, level, like, maybe, like, every ten levels you get, like, a, a chest. And they have, you know, maybe it'll have, like, a better sword or, you know, like, a better set of boots or any of that stuff. But uh, it doesn't it doesn't quite compare to what you can buy, and I think there's one called like the Pirate Cutlass or something like that. I don't like I said I don't exactly remember, 
but it does do more damage and you can sometimes swing some of those faster. There are some like clubs that you can get that you swing slower, do more damage. I always go for swords. It's just kind of like a healthy mix. And uh, it, it just seems like you, for me, you want to be able to slice stuff and damage it as fast as you can. I don't want to like swing a club three times and when I could have swung a sword five or six. So it pretty much just, it's on whatever play style you want, either fast and loose or slow and steady. And, and that doesn't matter because that's the, that's it with Stardew. You can play it however you want and wherever you want if you're playing mobile or on the Switch. So anyway, monster loot. You get all kinds of stuff from monsters. Like the biggest thing I would encourage you to keep at first is slimes. Don't turn them in, don't sell them. You know, throw them in a chest on your farm until you need them, you know, two years from then. And then you'll be like, oh shit, I've been adding to that pile of slime. I've got like, you know, 700. It seems like everything you can find in the mine, uh, bat wings, slimes, just all kinds like uh, void essence, solar essence. There's all kinds of stuff that drops as monster loot that you guys need. And you can, I would especially hoard bat wings and hoard all your slime. It'll make, it'll make a, make a big difference later in the game. If you get to like where I'm at and I've pretty much spent all of the resources that I've hoarded and now I'm kind of trying to fill those back up, but you need slime and bat wings for some pretty, pretty damn good stuff. So I don't want to spoil nothing yet, but, uh, collect all your monster loot, throw it in a chest, keep it, save it, do whatever you do with it, but do not sell it. You get your combat experience and stuff from doing, uh, just from battling and whatnot. And speaking of combat, I actually just hit level 10 on my character I've been playing. And mind you, I've got, I'm pushing like 70 hours now. And I've spent a lot of time in the mines. And I just now went from level 9 to 10. I would say combat is probably your slowest skill to level up. But it does unlock some pretty cool stuff. So when I hit level 10 of combat... I got to pick like, I think it was like 25 extra hit points or deal 15% more damage. And I went damage way because that's, you know, you want to slash your sword at something and kill it in one hit instead of four or five. So it just kind of like a little kind of cool little thing. Like I said, it the game and the perks, it has you like pick what, you know, pick what path you want to do. And you know, those two options that I got were from an option that I picked at level 5, which I don't even remember now. But still, like I said, I do 15% more damage, and that helps you out a hell of a lot in the mine. But it does take some time to get there. But in the meanwhile, you can upgrade that damage with swords and different things like that. Um, you can actually eat different kinds of foods that'll increase your luck and your agility. So I think it's like a spicy eel, right? You make it a spicy eel and then you can get through the mine and however, you know, way faster, find way more stuff. There's even food that helps you boost your profession, like actually boost your mining. So you'll find more stuff or more gems or nodes of, or whatever it is. You know, then there's some stuff that'll increase your foraging that'll like basically allow you to pick up foraging stuff and it automatically be you know, the greatest level, or you'll find more of it, or you'll get more experience, and all that kind of stuff. So get out there and get in that mine. There is so much in there. You know, I would definitely recommend, you know, you need to take supplies with you. Now, whether you've grown your own supplies, made your own food, or maybe you stopped there at the hospital next to Pierre's, and you grab some of that sweet tonic water, and you're taking it with you, and 
you get low in energy, eat it up because you definitely don't want to be recovered from the mind. Because like I said, you will lose stuff. You'll lose, I forget however many percentage of your money. It's like, it's like a designated amount of money or a certain percent depending on how much money you have. And then it'll all automatically, you'll automatically drop stuff. So, you know, sometimes you might not get too lucky and you might go down and you might just drop that, you know, 50 pieces of iron ore that you just risk your life to get. And nobody wants that to happen. So just make sure you prepare, right? You know, you don't have to go like doomsday prepper style, but I usually take, you know, 20 or 30 of like maybe a fruit or plus something else just in case, but because I do play like a prepper. I don't ever want to lose anything. And then you want to make sure that you never die. Because, like I said, that costs money. You can actually, if you get into like a little, you know, like a spot where you're stuck or you're worried about dying, you can automatically hop to the ladder and get out. Or if you eat any food or, you know, take an action with anything it is to like help your health or anything, that'll like pause the game for that second that you... You know, like say you're about to get hit by two or three enemies and you're right there at your last little bit of health. Make sure that you have something like hotkeyed close to you. So like a little setup to give you guys like an idea of what I do when I go to the mine. I rearrange my inventory to where I have my pickaxe, my sword, bombs if I'm taking bombs. And if I don't have any bombs, I got my food right there. So that way I can switch between my pickaxe and my sword really fast. So, you know, if I'm getting, if I'm mining stuff and I start getting attacked, I can just one button and then I'm right there. I don't have to search through my inventory or nothing. And then the second, the next space over, I have food. So, like I said, you get in a tight situation and you only have one second. You definitely don't want to spend that one second trying to cycle through your inventory and figure out what it is you need to, you know, use that. I just go over. I always have it set up where like food or something like that. And I can just chow down right there. Boom, my health and energy's up and, you know, you're saved, you're still alive and you can continue on. But yeah, the, the mine is like an unlimited resource. Once you get bombs unlocked, you can, uh, like I said, those are way easier to throw down and they'll pretty much blow everything up in a parameter. There's three types of bombs, like you get like a little cherry bomb, a regular bomb, and then the mega bomb. I don't use the mega bomb. I am way too... Uh, I can't be trusted with giant explosives of that nature, so I just stick with the regular bombs, right? They, uh, they'll they help you break up a bunch of stone really fast, ore really fast, and instead of taking, you know, like the last couple times I've played, I've just, I've got so much money that I've just been buying them, and uh, I just throw a bunch down and walk around, collect everything, and move on to the next level. That pretty much covers everything that I wanted to talk about from advanced farming tips to getting the resources for those farming tips, you know? Get down there, get that iron, get that copper. You're gonna need it all. You're gonna need some gold too. So push your way down through those mines. You know, be careful, take many of, take plenty of supplies. You know, you don't wanna pass out while you're down there. You know, watch your time and, you know, get back to your house and store all that monster slime and guts and bat wings and anything and everything else that you come across. Cause trust me, you're going to need that stuff in the end. You know, there's plenty of stuff that I've sold or thrown in the shipment bin. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have five of those. And then I go back and I look through about four different chests and realize like, shit, I already, I got rid of it. So don't put yourself in that situation. Save your stuff. Hoard all your items. You know, you want to sell all your stuff you know you're going to make money on. You know, just because you can make money on 
everything you sell doesn't mean you should sell everything. And like I said, don't make that mistake where you're throwing away a bunch of stuff that you're going to need later on. And then once again, maybe you're in the mine because you need five copper bars to upgrade your pickaxe. You know, those are those are all different things that, you know, your pickaxe is super important. Your All your tools really are. So if you have those extra resources laying around and you can go take, go see Clint. He can upgrade your pickaxe, your hatchet, your hoe. He can pretty much upgrade all your tools, including your trash can. So your trash can, it's, I mean, I really haven't upgraded mine yet. But you can upgrade it to the point so when you do have to throw something away, you know, and you will at least get money back for that. Now, it won't be like, you know, you can't trash everything and get full cost of stuff. Like, the better the trash can you have, the better percentage of reclaim value you can take, right? So I encourage you guys, get out there, upgrade your tools, go down in the mine, kill those slimes, you know, do, your own, do the damn thing. And you guys won't be disappointed, right? Because pretty soon you'll be rolling in thousands and thousands and then you'll, be, you'll hit your first hundred thousand you'll hit your first million and then you won't even need me to talk about this game because you guys are you guys would be off on your own and probably surpass me so while you guys are doing that let's talk about a few things about wrapping this up right so next game i'm playing not really sure yet i have a friend offer to bring me a game i've never played so i'm kind of anxious he's going to surprise me he's going to go up to our local favorite game store and See what you can find. So I'm pretty pretty excited about that. If you guys have suggestions or you know you want to see a game get played that you haven't played and or anything like that, let me know. Shout it out. You know, we'll talk about it. Maybe I'll play it. You know, who knows? But until then, I want to encourage you guys to keep doing what it is you love. I know I talked about this earlier, but and I mean it. If you got a dream out there, go chase it. Because it, you know, it that dream's gonna be there forever and you're not gonna be. So if you don't chase your dreams while you're here, you know, you'll go through life and always look back on everything you should have done. And you don't want to, you don't want to live a life like that. So get out there, do what it is you love and keep doing it. You know, stay ahead of the game, stay positive, just, just do the damn thing. Right. And one more thing before I get off of here and out of your ear or your car stereo or wherever it is you're listening to this at, you know, maybe you're listening to this to ignore somebody or maybe not who knows who cares the point is you're listening and i appreciate that and i just want to say thank you for all the continuing support and you know all the likes and shares and all that stuff so you guys are awesome and like i said before i'm not going to quit i'm going to keep on bringing you guys content and you know it's going to be gaming a little bit of everything else and you know who knows what so until then stay tuned and i'll see you guys next time